Welcome to the 2019 Wealth Standard Podcast, Season 1, Capitalism. And now your host, Patrick Donahoe. Hey everyone, this is Patrick Donahoe. Welcome to the Wealth Standard Podcast. Today we are going to be officially wrapping up the final season of 2018, actually all three seasons of 2018, and introducing the new season and the theme that we're going to be using. And I think you guys are going to love it. First off, Happy New Year to everyone. Hope you guys had had an amazing, amazing holiday. And uh, I actually wanted to kick everything off with a story. So first, I believe that as human beings, we have some incredible things that we're capable of. At the same time, we have these subconscious habits that rule our lives. It's the majority of our thinking, the majority of our behavior. And really, if you look at the limitations that we often have prevents us from getting to a next level, whether it's in our career, whether it's relationships and so forth, it's because of some preconditioned habit. And uh, so this is uh, kind of a funny story about my family. So we spent Christmas with my wife's family. They drove up and they had Christmas together in years. But then on the 26th, we went over to Denver where my brother lives and his family. So we drive from Salt Lake to Denver and it's a pretty long drive. And it was awesome. Like the kids get along really well. We didn't have any issues, uh, no drama, right? But uh, on the way back is where we had some drama. Now, my wife, for better or for worse, got my four-year-old son in the habit of if he had to go to the bathroom on some of these long trips, driven to California before to Arizona. And so instead of like stopping every half an hour, hour, she'll have him pee in a cup. And so the condition was if you had to go to the bathroom, typically on a long trip, he would pee in a cup, right? And then we'd throw it away or pee in a bottle and throw it away when we got to a rest stop. And we were coming back from Denver. It was on actually New Year's Day. And Cynthia, my wife, was in the passenger seat and she was sleeping. My two older girls, Hannah and Megan, were sleeping too. And I had my headphones on. I was listening to information about the actual upcoming season, so 2019 season. And before I knew it, there was this like screeching, this scream that uh, disrupted me. It got everybody awake. So what had happened is Jack had realized, my four-year-old had realized everyone was asleep and I was on my earphones and couldn't hear him. So he had to go to the bathroom. So his habit was to find a cup. So he found a cup and he essentially started peeing in the cup and I had hit a bump and he accidentally dropped the cup and couldn't stop peeing <laughs> and peed all over Hannah, my 14-year-old. And so the hysterical screams did not come from Jack. They came from Hannah, who unfortunately had her sleep disrupted, had her nap disrupted. And Jack was just sitting there all uh, you know, frozen. And uh, anyway, it was one of those traumatic events for him, most likely, that the habit is broken. And at the same time, Hannah, obviously, I had to pull over and calm her down a little bit because she was pretty hysterical. All right. So anyway, this is just a funny story relating to the principle of habit. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is that all of last year, really, the idea was to talk about some of the fundamental principles, right, that led to why we have experienced so much prosperity in our day and age, what we experience on a daily basis is just they were dreams, they weren't even dreams. It's something that people 100 years ago couldn't even conceptualize. And if you really look at the root of how that occurs, what principles that progress and prosperity is based on, okay, life, liberty, and property is the reason why I wanted to bring that to the surface so that you would understand those foundational principles, because they apply just as much to the future as they did to the past, I would say even more so to the future. 
But the idea was, as far as life, liberty, and property, is to really bring it down to the individual level. So we had guests like Garrett. Garrett Gunderson was on there. We talked about The Law of Success in 16 Lessons, which was an instrumental book in me kind of understanding a lot of these principles and what's possible for a human being, what would be possible for me. We had Jarek Robbins on there, who really is one of the most inspirational guys that I know, younger guys. And it just has some incredible things to say about what we're capable of, but also what holds us back and practical things that we can do to actually overcome our limiting beliefs and some of those habits and subconscious behavior that we all have. And, uh, you know, we talked to Peter Gray, who's a, a BC professor and specialized really in education for children and just had a completely different view than the typical view of our education system right now, which has more flaws than we can discuss on multiple podcasts. So that was a fascinating discussion with him. And then, you know, we had John Rampton on there, who's a a kind of a serial entrepreneur that I know, the founder of Ugg Boots, Brian Smith. And then we kicked off Liberty, which is that second principle. So life is the first principle, Liberty is the second principle, uh, with Connor Boyack, who is the president of Libertas Institute. And the idea of Liberty, as we kind of framed it in an individual level, is the pursuit of financial freedom, the pursuit of freedom as an individual, not the financial notion of retirement, which is to stop working, to stop producing. And this is where a lot of the companies that uh, that I spend the majority of my time do is really educate people that the typical financial planning model is principally flawed because it's getting people to defer life until some future date And at that point in time, instead of being dependent on an employer, now you're dependent on market performance and a financial advisor in Wall Street to help you with your income throughout retirement. And it's one of those things where I've seen it be really destructive to what is capable for a human being, where if they would realize that number one, the notion of retirement is not in alignment with our nature, with human nature, we're meant to produce, we're meant to create value for as long as possible, not stopping at some point in the future. Plus, if you really look at longevity and the amazing innovation associated with healthcare, we're going to be living longer. And the idea of saving 5 to 10% of your income for 30 years and then living off of that for 30 years, the math doesn't really make sense. And market performance has shown that it's just not capable of providing the returns that will allow you to do that. We went through the second season and talked into great detail about how to achieve financial freedom. And then that was around the time where my book was released, which was first one I've ever written. Took me a couple years to do it. Uh, But it's Heads I Win, Tails You Lose, a financial strategy to reignite the American dream. So thank you so much for all those who provided uh, tons of feedback and bought the book. And it took a really long time, but I'm grateful that it came out and really did emphasize a lot of the, the philosophy that you longtime listeners have been hearing, but put it in a more organized, condensed fashion. All right, so that was in the summer. But then we kind of finished off the year with interviews with George Gilder, who is an investor and author, and is a lot older in age, but his experience shows kind of the cyclical nature of how things work and what is on the horizon. That was a fascinating conversation with George. And then James Arthur Ray, if you guys are familiar with him, he had a kind of a fall from grace in a sense, a number of years ago and went to prison but is one of the most profound type speakers on personal development. And it was just awesome to hear his story and all that he went through during those times and how he kind of got back on track and what he's focused on now. Then we had Angela Duckworth, who is the author of Grit. 
And Angela actually has, I think, the second or third most watched TED Talk of all time. I think it's behind Simon Sinek. And so that was an awesome, awesome conversation. And she's a psychologist and has a lot of training in human behavior and how we behave and how we act. And then uh, we had Jonas Sachs, who wrote Winning the Story Wars. And uh, he has a new book called Unsafe Thinking, which is really targeting how disruptive the employment industry is and how people are not taking risks. Anyway, it's, it's a fascinating, fascinating idea. Uh, then finally, Mike Cobb. And Mike, I've known him for a number of years. But the coincidence was, and hope you guys got to read his article, but the coincidence was he had recently this year wrote an article talking about John Locke's Life, Liberty, and Property and how that pertained to the real estate investment industry globally. And so it was pretty fascinating to have a discussion with him, which was uh, the second to last episode of 2018. And then we ended with David Nagel, who is uh, instrumental in creating the personal development space and industry. So anyway, it was a, an awesome season. I really benefited personally just because I got to talk all the time about these three foundational principles of our well-being, of what we're all after. And the foundational things that if they're there, if they're focused on, then that's where essentially they could be maximized, whether it's life, you as your best asset, figuring out ways to invest in yourself and be of more value to other people, which will bring more money. This is the best investment you could ever, ever make is to maximize that. And really the idea is to achieve this profession or career where you're doing what you'd love that gets you out of bed in the morning, but also is in an environment that's conducive, right, to, to how you operate that gives you that fulfillment and achievement. And most people aren't focused on that. They're focused on sacrificing today for the benefit of tomorrow and deferring life now. It just doesn't rationally, it doesn't make sense if you think about it. So figuring out how to leverage what's going on in the US today, in the world, we're becoming this kind of online society where there's opportunities to provide value to other people in so many thousands of different respects. And so being able to pursue how to maximize who you are, what we consider your human life value assets, okay, which are the assets that are most valuable to other people, and they're different for all human beings, but then also discovering your human life value liabilities, which is the stuff that you're not good at, that people typically just put up with right? Instead of really finding others that could provide that service and value better than you. And that's really the idea of creating financial statement around who you are, your human life value assets, what you're best at, your talents, abilities, strengths, your human life value uh, liabilities, which is stuff you're not good at delegating that maximizing the assets. And that's really going to create this notion of freedom. And then finally, property, which is the physical world. I've talked about this for years on the podcast, but really putting it into the context of what John Locke talked about. And this was during a time where there wasn't much difference between that time and the zero AD, right, as we kind of came into this new era. And they rode around on horses and buggies, and they ate in a very similar fashion, they had similar clothes. But John Locke had discovered right through his mentors and thinking and going to school, he discovered some principles that ultimately influenced the Scottish Enlightenment, which is David Hume and, and Adam Smith, which ultimately influenced the creation of the United States and our foundational documents, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And getting into the property really helped me identify, like I said, talked about for years, 
which is when you have the principle, the right of life, right? And celebrating that as well as liberty, your freedoms, that property, the resources of the world can be used and aligned with those two other principles. Let me give you some examples, right? Back then with John Locke, how he understood property, it wasn't just like a piece of land, right? It was the material world. But look at what mankind as humankind has created, right? With first understanding their mind and the value of that asset, but then looking at the world around them and using those resources to create value for others. And the abundance that we live in right now is hard to fathom if you just take a step out of kind of the here and now. We have incredible technology for communication. We have incredible technology, right, to leverage people around the world and their strengths to form a business. You have transportation technology, you have healthcare technology, all sorts of things that are allowing human beings not to have to be afraid of surviving, right, which I think has been a fear of society for a really long time. We don't really have to even think about that anymore. And so the idea then and how the world was then and how it is today and associating our progress with all that was really valuable to me because I started to look at the world in a multitude of contexts and you know how much we've benefited from these simple ideas. So hopefully you guys got some value out of it as well. Maybe some of you had gone and uh, actually read some of John Locke's texts and his you know, treatises on government, uh, as well as some of the other books by uh, some of those that were revolutionary in the ideas that helped really spawn what uh, the United States formation was. So anyway, I hope you guys got tons of value out of that. I certainly did. And it's kind of led into a new theme for this year, which is, I believe, a kind of a taboo word or concept or idea that fits right alongside politics and religion. And this is the word capitalism. So that's going to be our theme for 2019. Okay, capitalism and, and what it is, what it isn't, why it's so reviled, but also <laughs> so celebrated. Because the structure of capitalism is kind of the embodiment of what we talked about in 2018. And understanding it from a macro level, a group or a global level, as well as an individual level is what my goal is. My vision is for you to understand the principles of capitalism and how profound of a system it is and how it relates to you as an individual level so that you can achieve the goals and ambitions that you have. I always benefit from seeing not conflict, but I benefit from seeing when there are very kind of widespread opinions where you have a one end of the spectrum, an opinion, and then another, and both very strong, but on both sides of the spectrum. And this is definitely capitalism. It's been blamed for all sorts of atrocities, let alone the most recent 2008-2009 Great Recession but it's been blamed for the exploitation of children. It's been blamed for, anyway, I'm not going to go into that. That's what the season is for. But Ayn Rand, who I came to understand in 2005 and 2006, celebrates it as the ideal structure so that humankind can progress at the maximum level possible. So her strong opinions versus the other side of the spectrum are evident in society today. And so I think that as you guys learn about capitalism, not just from me, but some of the people that authors, uh, presidents of organizations, and others, intellectuals, okay, they're going to be guests. 
you're going to learn a ton of what it is, what it isn't, and how it relates to not only the macro side of the world, but also at an individual level for you specifically. So some of the guests that we, Yarn Brook from Ayn Rand Institute, we have Lawrence Reed from the Foundation for Economic Education. We have Joel Skousen. Connor's going to be on as well. I'm trying to think of who are some of the other guests that we've scheduled. G. Edward Griffin, who wrote uh, The Creature from Jekyll Island, is on there. My buddy Jason Rink is going to be on there. So anyway, there's going to be some incredible guests and some incredible dialogue associated with capitalism. And you'll definitely see where I stand as far as a philosophical point of view and what I'm doing about it, organizations I support, how I analyze investments and how I analyze businesses and opportunities as well as my own business and own investments. And I think it's going to be beneficial to you guys too. So we'll see. And now this podcast, if you guys are listening to it, it is on a video as well. So almost all of the interviews from last season were video recorded. And we're going to take quite a few steps to improve our video presence uh, through our YouTube channel primarily. So make sure that you guys uh, go to YouTube forward slash P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M-L-I-F-E. It may change. And uh, we'll definitely post links in all the show notes. So this is right now video recorded. You guys can go check it out. And I think I'm going to end there. I have a bunch of other notes as far as some of how, some of the ways in which I view capitalism and view how important it is to me. But I'm going to leave that for the season. And actually, I'm going to talk about one more thing. But if you guys want to really start to follow along with this theory, I would recommend that you pick up Ayn Rand's book, which is Capitalism, the Unknown Ideal. Milton Friedman also has an incredible book called Capitalism and Freedom. And then if you haven't read Atlas Shrugged, maybe we'll do a season on Atlas Shrugged one of these days, because that's just a profound, profound book that is very misunderstood as far as what the messages are and aren't. And so if you guys want to pick up some literature and really dive into this topic, then I definitely think that those books right there will give you a really good idea of what some of these principles are and how they apply to the modern world. And I'll leave it at that. If you guys uh, have any comments, make sure you're emailing us, podcast at paradigmlife.net or hello at thewealthstandard.com. And let's go ahead and talk about one more thing. And then I will go ahead and end uh, the podcast for today. So we are going to actually do something different. We're going to keep doing these seasons, of course. And the seasons are primarily based on philosophy. Like last year, it was life, liberty, and property. And that's what we're going to continue to do this year with the main podcast. But on Fridays, we're going to do something called Financial Fridays. And so I've been accumulating some interviews that I've done with specific financial strategies. So we'll have investment strategy on there. We'll have like specific investments, not typical mainstream investments like a mutual fund or a stock. We're going to use more of like the alternative investments that are out there. And so there's a number of people that I've interviewed and we're going to play those. We're going to kick it off with how I look at investment, which is from a hierarchical standpoint, as far as tiering the different types of investments and how do you categorize them. So that'll be the first episode. But then I have some people I invest with, as well as those that have participated in the Cashflow Wealth Summit, which is a virtual event that we put on every year. And uh, so that's going to be on Fridays, every Friday, 15 to 20 minutes, sometimes 30. You guys know me, I tend to want to do some short episodes, but I love talking and I love conversations with people, especially stimulating conversations. So sometimes those will bleed over from 15 to 20 to 30 minutes. But anyway, we're going to try to keep them short, shorter, but they're all focused around practical financial strategy. And that's it, guys. So hopefully you, as I said, had a great end to 2018. Hope you're ready to crush it in 2019. I look at 
just what's going on with the government shutdown. And I look at just a lot of signals that are showing me that there is major disruption on the horizon. I don't think what we've experienced over the last couple of months with market volatility is anything. I think that's a blip on the radar. I really believe that we're going to have just an incredible five to 10 years of disruption from a technology standpoint, from education standpoint, from a tax standpoint. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be hurtful for others and painful for others. But I really believe that there are going to be some tremendous opportunities that arise because of it. And that's awesome for you. It's awesome for me. Life isn't perfect. It's never going to be perfect. We're all human beings and we're fallible. At the same time, we have so much capability. And where we thrive is typically where things are the most disrupted. And uh, so anyway, thank you guys for your support. Thank you for allowing me to do this. And feedback is always appreciated as far as questions or things that we can address or other elements to add that you think would be valuable. So make sure you uh, reach out to us. And also, if you haven't given us a review on iTunes, that really helps. I mean, it gets the word out. Apple has these algorithms that help rank and prove listenership based on the success of the podcast. So if you guys like what you're hearing, definitely uh, give us a good rating. That would mean a tremendous amount. Okay, that's it, everyone. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Standard Podcast. Be sure to visit the show's official website, thewealthstandard.com, for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Guest opinions are their own. If you require specific investing, financial, legal, tax, or any other specialized advice, please consult an appropriate professional. We welcome and appreciate reviews of the show. Head on over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave your review. And don't forget to subscribe to the show to get access to every new episode and exclusive interviews this season. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Whoa.